Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. Well, thank you. How unexpected. We're at 701 East Washington Avenue at the Brink Lounge, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. And thank you. Thanks. And we are here tonight with Rigel.
working. <laughs> wow. That was awesome. Got to get out of my arms there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys could do some stretching exercises, don't you? Well, yeah, <laughs> some yoga or something. That's, uh, that's yeah. great. Hey, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Just go around. I could, but I mean, let's hear uh, it from you. Okay. I, I'm not legal to um, release my name. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so, uh, I will, though. That's Shay Carlson on the fiddle. Uh, I'm Evan Carlson. I'm her brother. Uh, I play keys. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> they claim each other. They yeah. one of them's adopted. Yeah, we haven't decided which one yet, but. <laughs> um, and then over on the many yeah. instruments is Mark Hello. Billhorn. Yes. I'm Mark Billhorn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and back on drums we have Phil Reese. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this before the show. Formerly David Steinweg, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, we got rid of uh, David. We sent him to Texas. <laughs> I was on the website and I saw your photos and everything, you know, and commit them to memory. And, and then when uh, Phil walked in, I was like, who's that? <laughs> That's not David. Well, you know, you I shrank a few inches. Yeah. And, you know, dyed my hair. Got and all a haircut. Of stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We always put the drummers, and this is nothing against drummers, but we all, we all, you almost always end up back in the shadows on the stage. <laughs> it happens. You know, it happens. It. It's nothing, nothing personal. But yeah, Shay, Shay and uh, um, Evan are brother and sister, and you guys have been playing since you were little kids, like six and seven, right? Yeah. yeah. Before that, we were just fighting. <laughs> we decided to put that energy towards something a little bit better. <laughs> did, did, was that a conscious decision as a kid? You said, we should... Put our energy towards. <laughs> that was a conscious was decision a, of a parent. Your mom and dad. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Should stop killing each other. Pick up these instruments. Basically, we were we were told that we had to choose an instrument to play, which yeah. is a good thing. Um, but they give us a choice, our parents, and so uh, I chose piano. Shay, yeah. wanting to be different, chose violin. Well, I started out with piano, and then I was like, no, I don't want to play piano. Not if my brother plays piano. <laughs> so I switched over to the violin and. It, it turned out good. Yeah, yeah. I happened. think it turned out yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Or, this would be like a two-panel band. Yeah. That would be good. No, it, no. That's happened. That's happened. But, um, and well, and I met Shay a few years ago. You're actually taking some fiddle lessons. I was taking some fiddle lessons from Shay to learn how to do what she know. She was taking <laughs> some kind of jazz improv lessons and things. But you were already playing Cape uh, um, um, Breton style fiddling. I said, you know, just play something for me to show me what you're doing. And she whipped off something. So, oh. That's pretty good. That's real good. Um, and you're here, why? You know? Hey, I learned like all my good techniques from you. Oh, you, I paid her to say that. That's <laughs> not true. But you started when you real well. Well, um, Evan, interesting story. And this is on the website too. You guys can go there. It's rigelband.com. R-I-G-E-L-B-A-N-D.com. But um, you're both classically trained. Yep. And. Uh, you, uh, um, Evan, your background was, um, well, at some point, you wanted to be a film composer. Yeah, up until about two years ago, actually. I, yeah. yeah. You're all sad to see that go. <laughs> could, is that still in the works? I mean, is this well, still some? Because you were really into it. Yeah, I, it could be. I, I kind of, you know, I composed for some of my friends, you know, amateur movies. And I hate I, to say I, it, I love the genre. Everything he composes for the band, we're like, that yeah. sounds like a film score. Not always. <laughs> you still got the style back yeah. there. You can just whip out something. That's you'd be true. like, what's that from? You said, not, no, it's not it a bad thing. Yeah. Well, no. I, I got a kick out of the two, and you kind of made, you, you laughed about it too on the website, about, was it um, Composer's Camp? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about a geek. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> 
I was going to. I would have loved to have gone to composer's camp. Oh, it was a blast. I went to jazz camp where the teachers just showed up with sunglasses after a night out on the town. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what was composer's camp like? Composer's camp basically consisted of us showing up and then... You know, them giving us a couple classes on, on theory, and usually it was, you know, each year you went and get more involved. But you'd show up, and they'd basically say, all right, we have these performers here. Write a piece for any number of these instruments. Yeah. has to be written by Wednesday. We got there on Monday. So mm-hmm. that they can learn it on Thursday and perform it on Friday. Wow. And so, and the first year, they actually, to get us to know how to do it, they said, you can't use computer software. So it was all by hand, and of course... When you go into it, you don't really know what you're doing. So, you, you, you know, you're used to writing a piano score to just one score and that's it, you know. Yeah. Well, then you go there and, you know, you write out the score and you're like, here it is. And they're like, all right, where are the parts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you have to go back and you have to write out a separate part for every instrument. And that, you know, that was, that was fun. But it all gets done. It's like, it's like homework. <laughs> well, your homework got done. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Not, not for, so, so that and and the film composing, you so to get into it, you had also said you you immersed yourself, and um, could really tell you, you could you could hear and know who was composing, oh, who, who the film composers were. Yeah, major films. There's a there's a lot of um, very distinct styles. Sure. And every composer and then the people they train have very similar lines of, you know, you can hear, well, that sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. And there are a lot of those. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but um, you know, all the people that write like that are trained by the guys who wrote that, you know, so, yeah. And over time, it's, it's like with any classical thing or even, you know, with some folk music, you, yeah. can, you can tell where it's from, so. So was it, whose idea was it originally to start this group? To, was it both of you guys? Oh. Bill. No. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, no, it kind of like we we used to we got together and just played fiddle, kind of screwed around fiddle yeah. and piano, uh, and we you know we'd throw that into our little classical performances, and you know everyone at the classroom would be like, well, "That's interesting. What's that?" Uh-huh. Um, that's always we, good when they say, "What's that?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, Ew, I, that? I I love the classical world. I do, but you know, got to loosen up a little bit. And so that was that was kind of. Interesting. We thought, you know, it'd be really great if we could just play this. Yeah. <laughs> just do this. So, uh, and then we, you know, in trying to do that and getting other people and jamming and stuff, we met Mark. Yeah. Yeah, um, we kind of stumbled upon Mark, a hidden gem. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has, like, if we lost him in the band, we'd lose, like, half the band because he plays <laughs> so many instruments. To replace him, we'd have to have, like, four band members. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we, we actually three, talk about yeah. this all the time, you know, saying... Mark actually doesn't have internet access or a cell phone, which is a really good thing because no other band can get a hold of him. <laughs> you keep him chained up. That, that's the next step. In the, yeah, yeah. Mark, oh. run! Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to get rid of my cell phone. I'd like to ceremonial throw leave, into the lake. Throw it in the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Shock well, the swimmers. Yeah. My, uh, people tell me I should get a cell phone because, well, I like going kayaking. And, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, not the middle of nowhere. You're out in the middle of Madison. Yeah. Um, but no one's there to help you if right, you get in yeah. trouble. But it's Don't like... Don't you I, usually get no service if you take a cell phone in the wilderness? I have no like, idea. You get one I've for never safety. done it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my dad did it. I think he was following the Lewis and Clark Trail canoeing or something. And, yeah. he, and he, oh, God, I got the cell phone this year. And he goes out there and there's just nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. 
So I, I always tell people that why would I want a cell phone? The whole point I go kayaking is so that no one can get a hold of me yeah, for right. whatever reason. Somebody <laughs> could die, and I wouldn't know about it until I get back, which is my, you or, know. Or you could die, Mark. And nobody would. Well, then I wouldn't have to worry about it, would I? <laughs> but we need you. <laughs> so, so, Shay, you have always been inspired. Well, not, I don't know, always, but uh, obviously Kate Breton Fiddlers. Uh, well, Natalie oh, yeah. McMaster, probably, oh, yeah. right? And Leahy. For sure. Leahy is a yeah. big one. Yeah. Also classically trained. Yes. But, uh, but the dancing is phenomenal. I mean, I've noticed that, uh, well, you're sitting, you started dancing, and you can't see that if you're out there in podcast land, but um, Shay started dancing in her seat. It's like it's a really um, ac- or, um, athletic, I mean, you're really... Yeah, like your feet aren't just bouncing off the ground, like, you know, your average position. I have trouble just playing the just fiddle without their moving. toes or yeah. their heel. Um, I'll, like I'll be releasing my exercise tape this fall. <laughs> um, <laughs> fiddling exercise, yeah. I think is going to be the title. <laughs> but that's a very Canadian thing to do, isn't it? Dancing, dancing in the chair and stomping. And... It is, and it's really funny because originally when you start out, you're like, well, why are they doing that? Are they on something? Like, what's up with those people? They're crazy. <laughs> and then you start playing the music, and you can't help it. You just yeah. you move and you move, and it's just the rhythm and... Now I know I eat you down to can of Red Bull before the show. So that's your ritual. Now I, now I understand. It's oh, a, secret. Oh, a secret. I actually had a beer, so that's why I'm sitting here very sort of... I see. Yeah. Yeah. But not a Red Bull after the beer. Just, no, just the no, beer. I'm not Did you let Phil have a Red Bull? It's kind of dangerous for drummers, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, they haven't kind of stopped me from doing that yet, so until that happens, I'll enjoy myself. Okay, there you go. Well, what do you have? Got another one? Oh, Sure. At least one. Sure. What? Yeah, That's our whole repertoire right there. Oh, <laughs> and a good song it is. Yeah, it took us two years to write that. <laughs> this one's uh, off of our first CD. It's one of the first ones we actually wrote, or, you know. Yeah, as a band, I think it's the first one we ever arranged. So, um, this one's called All Hands on Deck. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and, and if you were I don't wa- have a list. <laughs> if, you, if you were wondering, uh, the first song was called Vivid. Yeah. So.
For those of, those, those of you listening in the podcast, uh, the last two songs, Shape, jumped out on the dance floor and was dancing out there. And this time she was dancing and playing the fiddle, too. <laughs> that's one of our new, that's one of the new things she's thrown in there last couple times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By mistake, I think it, it ended up originating. I was like, I was dancing, and then I started back in on the song one time, and I was like, oh crap, I should be playing. So I started playing. And <laughs> like, okay, this works. <laughs> uh-huh. Is, is it like juggling at all? I mean, you know, where you, you can't drop the balls. I mean, you, can't, you gotta yeah, keep saying, I just gotta keep doing both of these and I <laughs> keep doing, don't stop. Of course, I'm so clumsy that I'm just kind of like, well, I missed a few steps so well. <laughs> well, you could probably be a drummer if you can use both your feet and your hands. To Never. <laughs> They're foreign to me. Well, this is, yeah, it's a drum-heavy sound. It's great. I mean, this, it's so, uh, uh, well, it's interesting to talk about film, film scoring. You guys could, this could be part of a musical, for sure. I mean, it's, well, very, it's rather watch. theatrical. Or a Irish <laughs> comedy. Yeah. You know, what's happening in the that beginning. Way. That's but, it. The Rigel musical experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up for it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have Please, to have three, no, no. three semis <laughs> full of just a light show. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and then six of them full of staging. You know? Okay, yeah. okay, I can see So it. have you ever done that film scoring where you have the film above you and you can slow it down and speed it up and do that I stuff? wish. I've never actually had the ability to do that. Yeah, I've seen it, and I've heard it's kind of expensive to get that equipment. Yeah. So I, yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, I just had the uh, composing program, and then I'd have, like, my TV, and I'd watch that, and I'd go, okay, well, I can kind of fit that. And then I'd, like, take a segment... It's this long, and it kind of crescendos here, and yeah. usually I could fit it close enough that it would... But I would think that would be just fine. It, most of the time it is, I'm yeah. sure. I think that's um, really cool. If you can actually get it by, you know, by the second, then it's probably awesome. But Well, you know, there's some engineer somewhere. Am I right, Andy? They're going, and they're putting it right there. So. I, what I don't know how they do is I don't know how they, how they know exactly how to time it and then have them perform it so that they can record it to the actual movie well we know that they do <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have someone on the to talk mysteries. about this yeah, that would be good yeah that's something i've always that's wondered all I that, know. Yeah. you know i know they do and i know that there's just that one that how do you bridge that gap i don't know yeah but. the next discussion will be about the true nature of god uh, <laughs> <laughs> we only have a half an hour yeah. <laughs> If you can cover that in a half an hour, then uh, you should be on another circuit making a lot of money. <laughs> I got to ask about this. This is on your website. It's at one of the one of the reviews that I, I maybe you guys can explain it. Rigel is a musical Switzerland. <laughs> Matt Geiger, Middle, Middleton Times Tribune. Can I, is, it, is that an inside joke or what? What's that? No, about? no. We actually have no idea what that is. Like, oh no, I, I think I remember this conversation because we were in there it's doing. All Evan's fault. <laughs> we were in there doing an interview, right? And so he's interviewing us on our different conglomeration of styles, and we were basically talking about how we take, we're willing to take anything, and we kind of remain neutral. But we, you know, uh-huh. if we hear a sound and we like it, we're like, well, we'll do that, you know. Okay. So and. So we were just talking about that and ways to describe it. I'm like, it's kind of like, we're kind of like a musical Switzerland because we're just, you know, we, we're the neutral country that takes everyone's money and puts it in a bank. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, and, and ideas are your money. Yeah, yeah. and apparently, apparently that ended up in the paper. So. Yeah, so we well, thank the paper, you for like, what's that? Now we know. Well, bankers all went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so how, what's, your, what's your writing like? I asked earlier, I thought, 
it was interesting. You answered that you guys kind of co-write a lot. You just kind of jam, and things come out of that. But is is oh, yeah. anyone come in with like a core? Well, how's it work for you? Sometime, you know, somebody comes in with, "Hey, I've got this. What do you think of it?" Yeah. And we, you know, toss amongst ourselves. Even if it's just a ten-second fiddle part or a, a little four-chord progression. You know, what do you think of it? And the band likes it. We try to work it in somewhere. We try to make yeah. it into a song or do something with it. And so, you know, sometime Mark and Evan will just be sitting down jamming and I'll come over the next day and they'll say, what do you think of this? And so I add some percussion to it. We get something we really like and we, you know, we get something for Shay or then Shay and Evan come up with something on their own and Mark and I try to work into it. And we really have a, a really cool writing style because we don't have one writer. If any yeah. song is written, it's written by Rigel. And the problem then is you've got all of our different influences and we've got a huge variety. Mark's, you know, yeah. so much influenced by the blues and things like that that you go from music scores to classical to blues, what are you going to get? I mean, you got four different people writing this music, it gets crazy, and so categorizing us as one genre is always difficult. That's, yeah, I know what you mean. We've always played mm -hmm. in what we called ish bands. Yeah. You know, that yeah. take like a string of words. But I don't know, I mean, you guys, it's, I think, it, I think it, it combines nicely. I mean, the songs that I've heard on the web and, and what you're playing now. I mean, oh, we really like the sound. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's not like, yeah, we can't really be put into a... And, and some things in the early stages, we play them and we're like, we think they sound really good, and then we record them and we're like, ew, what was that? <laughs> but we won't tell you what they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then we refine them, and then they turn out good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that is amazing. Once you record something, then you get a true yeah. picture. Yeah. It's different like, usually than uh, what you've thought. Our poor parents having to support us and listen to this. <laughs> you do some traditional material as well, though, some tra traditional Celtic. Yeah, um, we have a couple. Couple pieces that we really yeah. stick to. Yeah, well, and a lot of things is we'll come up with like riffs and stuff, and they'll be like, you know, it just needs something more, and then we'll come across this tune, and we'll be like, well, if we change this riff down a couple, you know, notches here, change sure. the key, we fit really nice, and then it kind of all melds, and it's pretty cool. That's folk music. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, that is. going to see you. They're all dead. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, you going to play another song? Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. The yeah. next one's Bandura. Do we? No, Drunken Oh, Drunken yeah. Oh. So. What's Drunken, it called? Drunken Landlady. This oh. is like oh. my favorite song name ever. What's the story? And I don't know, but it's the original <laughs> traditional piece's name. Okay. It's an Irish tune. It's called Drunken Landlady. When I found it, I was like, I don't care what it sounds like. We just need to play it. <laughs> Grace yourselves when she says that. <laughs> oh.
Man, if you can't dance to that, you can't dance. <laughs> you know, I think it's wow. really cool that brother and sister, you have this different relationship because you're in a band together. I mean, we're, we're forced you, to tolerate each other. <laughs> yeah, but you get to share this extra it, it brother is. and sister relationship thing that doesn't really happen every day. It, it is really sure. cool. It's That's a lot really of fun. It's cool. It's great. So, yeah. Now, this, this style, Cape Breton, I'm not, like, I, I teach violin, but I don't put myself out there as a great uh, Irish player or Cape Breton or anything like that. I, I appreciate the style and listening to it. Well, could you play, I mean, you had a little break there. There's something you do, and it says on the website, you, you, which you really like, this, like the, the grit of the bow, right? Yeah. Of um, this style. A Cape Breton term for that is dirt. Dirt. You're like, put some more dirt on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. And you just kind of, yeah, it's really good. And it obviously, it shares, it shares, um, some certain traits with, with Irish fiddling, just straight up Irish fiddling, right? Yeah. But definitely different. It's more hard driving, it's more like Scottish in a way. Yeah, it is. is it? Okay. A lot of the Cape Breton stuff is Scottish tunes. Okay. And, and they'll just they'll put more dirt on it. And yeah, it's actually it it's descended from Scottish tunes because uh, Scottish immigrants came to Cape Breton Island. So okay. it's kind of one of their settled areas, and that's what became Cape Breton. Yeah. That would make sense. And then, of course, yeah. the Irish get in everything. And well, all. yeah. They influence it all. Could you, could you play just a snippet of, once something's called, a, do you call it trebling? Yeah, yeah, trebling or triplets. It's a triplets, you, when you hear her go, you know, it's kind of like what you're hearing in the drums. and, and like, uh, but, like in the first song of that one? Yeah, or a little bit in this song, a little bit too, but could you do that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. Wow. Some powerful stuff. So for fiddlers out there, so you're trying, I'm, I'm no good at it at all, I'm terrible at it, but you're actually just kind of throwing the bow at it a little bit, aren't you? I mean, you're, yeah. not, you're not really going down, up, down. You're not going dig it up with your bow as much as, it's a kind of a reaction, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You're kind of like attacking the strings yeah. and seeing what comes out. You know, it's like, yeah. it's my kind of style, it's messy. I'll just attack it and see what happens. Put some dirt on it. Yeah, exactly. Take it again. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. yeah, and I actually, I couldn't do it for the longest time. Like, I started playing Cape Breton tunes, and I was like, oh, I really like it, but I can't do that. The right. triplet thing. It is so thing. key to the style. It is. And, yeah. and it, it was actually an Irish fiddle teacher that helped me, like, unlock the key to getting, getting my arm and my bow to mm -hmm. do it. Right. And it was, it was crazy. It has and to be tight but loose, right? It does. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, get a really cheap bow and just practice with it and just <laughs> drop the bow all over the place. Because he said that's the only way you're going to learn how to... Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I never bought a cheap bow, but these ones survived, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are playing all over. You played Irish Fest in Milwaukee la last year, and you're coming yep. up again this year. Yeah. Right? And that's big. That's a huge. Oh, yeah. Year two. Huge thing. It's on the Summerfest grounds in, in uh, Milwaukee. But also the Madison Celtic Festival. You played at the PAC, Middleton High School PAC. Yep. Uh, concert for Madison Celtic Fest you were, as headliners. Chicago played the Celtic Festival in Chicago. We're going, We're going to. to. Are you going this to? This coming year. Yeah. Awesome. When is that? Uh, September. September like 14th through 16th, yeah. I think. Okay. So. We're really excited about that. That's you guys good. are on your way. You guys, it sounds phenomenal. It's just really driving. Wonderful. Um, actually, you're working on an EP, right? Yeah. You're yes. in the studio. That's right. Phil, Phil. You can talk about Phil. it. Phil. <laughs> Phil. I can rant about this all day, but basically. We got in the studio for a couple sessions. Uh, we were set for a couple eight-hour sessions. It only took us maybe six and a half hours each time. 
came up with some tracks we like. We were going to put out a new album. We thought, well, why not put it on EP with you know a couple sneak preview tracks, maybe a live track or two, um, a couple fun little bonus things like a, a blues jam we did with Mark that was a ton of fun and turned out to be a song. And coincidentally enough is what we're deciding we're going to name the EP after. <laughs> so <laughs> Mark can kind of explain how this name came about, but we've decided... Well, I don't actually remember. I just randomly <laughs> said, yeah, we're like, come up with something bluesy in the studio. I'm like, I just said something bluesy. And they're like, that's good. And then tonight, yeah. Well, the idea was we would call the song whatever a stereotypical blues song would be called. And we said, Nine Dead Cats. Yeah. <laughs> what a great song name. <laughs> A good band name, too, by the way. But, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, so, you know, Mark's like, tonight we're just sitting back there waiting for our, our turn, and he says, what if we call the EP Nine Dead Cats and One Life Despair? And we're like, hey, dude, dude that sounds that cool, you know? It's a good sound. So anyway, we're hoping to release that you know, sometime before the Chicago Kelp Fest event. Uh, Crossing you know, our fingers. Yeah. If we actually work out the, the raw, <laughs> yeah, if we actually get the raw tracks, so we can start mixing. <laughs> um, that'd be great. But once we have that out, we're really hoping to promote it and pe- get people pumped about the new album that's hopefully coming out next spring. Yeah. So that's what we're working towards here. All right. Get another one. Oh, oh yeah. We got a lot more for you. Now we have Bandura. Oh, okay. All right. This one, we were we were sitting back there and we we're like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool if they could play with us on this one. So if you guys feel like winging oh. it. Accordion would be really, really cool on this. Oh, you've or never Mando. heard me play accordion. <laughs> I don't think it would be. But <laughs> Whatever you guys want to play okay, would be right. really awesome. Um, and it's kind of an Eastern European waltz. So, oh, lovely. Yes, this one's called Bandura. It's, uh, it's in the key of uh, D minor. H? B minor, I thought. No, 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 it's no, D minor. No. D minor? Uh, D minor. A, a major, a D minor. It has an A major. What is that yeah, called? Uh, a major seven. Yeah. Well, what does it hang on the most? Mostly. It kind of comes in on an A major and then goes to D minor and then... There's a couple G minor chords in there, too. Yeah, it's just three chords, though. It's not too difficult. Okay. You'll hear it change. If yeah. you feel... Just jam well, with it. Well, if you hear you it kind of a... <laughs> you'll know that we missed it. No, that's part of the music, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, just, that's just, you know... Adds to the... Yeah. Aura. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Yes.
Olé. Olé. Cool. Yeah. That was awesome. What's that called? Bandura. Oh, Bandura. Pa- Pandora? Bandura. Bandura. Yeah. Bandura. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's okay. I can't pronounce things very well. <laughs> B-A-N-D-U-R-A. No Thank idea what it means. Uh, okay. That cool. means like durable band. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's a fun one. We like that going. is a very fun one. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized I think I had my volume up the whole time. Did I, Andy? <laughs> I did. Okay. I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So is that going to be on the new EP or is that an old one? No, that's Older. that's going to be on the new. Yeah. Yeah. A debut. Actually, no. Is it the first? Have you played it elsewhere? We have played it elsewhere. Yes, oh. we have. We have okay. seen more than one person get up and dance to it. Okay. Yes, we yeah, have. Yeah, I think so. Alcohol helps. It's very cabaret, too. It's great. Yeah, it is. I, if I were to dance to that, well, the Red Bull would help. Yeah. And some scarves. You'd need scarves. Oh, And totally. some boots with heels. Yes. <laughs> and a big skirt, honey. And I'd need a skirt. Feathers. Well, you'd need a skirt. Feathers, okay. too. Right. I'd like to see in a skirt. Yeah, that could happen. Well, Halloween is um, coming. That could happen. <laughs> Do you guys uh, sing also on any Mark is, uh... I, I'm the only one who's willing to sing. Um, <laughs> Don't even look at me, Mark. You know okay. I do not sing. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not a, a huge vocal band, I guess. It's just me who sings, so... Yeah. We're working but, on it. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. Well, who are you working <laughs> just on? Curious, I mean, <laughs> it's not like you really need it at all. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just, you know... Yeah, it, it's well, nice. One of those questions you gotta ask. <laughs> well, it's nice for the drinking songs in pubs, for one. Yeah, um, we need to do that. Yeah, and then, I mean, we are trying to write lyrics. Yeah. Trying, yeah. We're, we're not very well, good, but... Yeah, it it, it doesn't terrible. help that I often forget the words, too. Like, there's one song... Oh, yes, Mark. There's one song... I wrote the song, and I couldn't remember the words. You know, Several the words. Yeah. We, we had people at the bar that had heard us before singing the words. Yeah, they knew it better than I did. <laughs> that um, kind of Isn't that embarrassing? Yeah. I've, I've totally been through that a few times, too. It's, I'm like, second all verse, of a sudden, I'm like, Whoa, All of a sudden, you focus on this one bright light in the back, and you're like... Oh crap! Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You know what Tiger Woods' dad did to help him learn how to focus. Did you hear about this? Uh, he, I don't think so. No, his you know his dad would help him train, and what he would do is he for for a long time he would just he'd lob golf balls at him while he was trying to swing or do anything, ah. and just, just annoy him. You know, that and sounds it, like abuse. I, I don't think he was like. Oh, okay, just, just like tossing them, okay. You know, Not kinda, like 90 miles an hour, like baseball. But exactly, like. but, but then I guess the story is that one, one day Tiger looked up with this grin on his face because it meant he'd figured it out. He'd, he'd gotten to the point where it didn't bother him anymore. He could just ah. focus so well, and that's why his dad did it. So maybe one of you guys yeah. could like... Throw things at throw me while I'm trying like to concentrate. I'm thinking we could. This could be fun. And say you can't get me. You can't. Maybe yeah. like paper wads would be better. Yeah. Or, could be like you know, rubber bands. Stage show. You know, Mark's always bobbing around, trying not to get hit by things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking this. Yeah, it's, it sounds painful. There you go. <laughs> and Evan, actually, you just came back, or recently, were in Ireland for six months. Uh, yes, Phil actually too. Oh, Phil was on the same oh, trip yeah. as I was. Um, so what were you doing over there? Basically, uh, it was a semester. Nothing. No. <laughs> I was doing school. Yeah, right. um, it was a semester program uh, yeah. at the university that we go to, um, Taylor University in Indiana, and they have, um, you know, they have their like semester abroad programs. Uh, this one is special because it's a first semester freshman year, yeah. and so they just take you and send you over there. Uh, just immersion. Kind Do you have of. to yeah. first figure out what they're saying? 
<laughs> not, not too bad. I, there was a couple I mean, spots. I know they speak English, yeah. but, you know. There are a lot of different Irish accents. Yeah. And the, the people that live, you know, way out on the West Coast that have no access to anything pertaining to the normal world are the ones that are hard to understand. Sure. You know, they just start rambling stuff off, and you're like, was that Gaelic or English? I just don't know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they might not know either. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get to the West Coast, you know, the road signs suddenly don't have English on them, and you're like, this is weird. Yeah. This is Ireland. But, mm-hmm. um, but no, it was, it was a great time. It was awesome. I love that country. Did you see some music over there? Here's we did. We went, to, uh, we went to a few pubs that were just, you know, had, had the... Uh, there's one in, in particular I remember in, in Killarney. I think it was O'Connor's, which is really funny because one of my friends just went and he mentioned that particular pub. I'm like, oh, I was there. <laughs> um, but they, it's kind of a little, it's more of a local pub and they always had music in there. I was like, I just go down there and listen. I'd be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the great thing about Ireland is that it's a pub culture. Yeah. You're loyal to your pub. You go to your pub and they have their live music and you get to hear different local bands, but... There's always somebody, if you're a musician, there's always somebody to support you because there's all the regular pub goers. Yeah. What happens if you go to a different pub? Well, if, if you are a musician, that's fine. But if you're you know, somebody who doesn't, you just, you don't do it. You live nearby, you've got your pub, <laughs> you, you go to place. it. So yeah. they, don't, they don't have like pub hopping. <laughs> you know, well, maybe in Dublin they do. Generation. In Dublin yeah. they do. Dublin. <laughs> but yeah. most other places, they're, they're pretty loyal. Yeah. Oh. Which is cool. So if you leave your pub and come back, do they reject you? <laughs> we never tried. <laughs> yeah. Only if you've been to a different one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys have another one? I think we have time. We've got time for a couple more. You want to just do a couple more? Sure. Yeah. Without How about a talking, drinking just... song? <laughs> Since we're on the subject. You guys, yeah, do you guys want a drinking song? We can do Whatever you want to do. Well, that's Johnny a dangerous jump. question. Okay. Yeah. All right, Johnny, Martin jump up. Sing. My Red Bull's empty, but... I think I'll remember the words. I went down to court by the lee The sun it was bright And the day it was warm I thought a quick pint Wouldn't do me no harm I went into the barman He says, give me a stout Says the barman, I'm sorry All the beer to sold out Try whiskey or vodka Ten years in the woods Says, I'll, I'll try cider I've heard that it's good Oh, never, oh, never, oh, never again If I left to a hundred or a hundred and ten Cause I fell to the ground and I could get up After drinking a pint of the Johnny Jumper At the lower in the third I headed straight for the yard Where I bumped into Brophy, the big civic guard Come here to me, boy, don't you know what the law Well, I up with my fist and I shattered his jaw When he fell to the ground with his knees doubled up Sure wasn't, I hit him but for the Johnny Jumper And says he to me, I'm afraid of me life, I'll be hit by a car. Would you help me across to the railway man's bar? And after three pints of that cider so sweet, he threw down his crutches and he danced on his feet. Oh, never, oh, never, oh, never again. If I left to a hundred or a hundred and ten, as I fell to the ground and I could get on, I drank him a pint of the Johnny Thank you. 
over again If I lived to a hundred or a hundred and ten Cause I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After again the fight of the tonic of pub Carlson on the fiddle, Evan Carlson on the piano, Mark Billhorn, octave mandolin, guitar, vocals, all the mandolins, Phil Reese on the drums and percussion. Thanks again to Rigel for coming down. Thanks. Thank you.
RigelBand.com, R-I-G-E-L Band.com. Thanks for coming down Mad Toast Live. Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound doing our front of house and he's our podcast engineer. Our podcasts come out on Mondays and Thursdays on madtoastlive.com and iTunes. Thanks for coming down. <laughs>